0: What do you find compelling about this idea of the finitude in that sense or the, the kind of, you know, Jesus talking to God, not talking to himself, right? Like, what do you find moving or angsty or what what about that?
1: Well, I think that um, the word that always rattles around in my head when I read this passage is that there may be doubt, and and there's hmm. not re- it's reading between the lines a lot. It's not right. um it's not exactly Jesus saying um, are you sure you need to do this? Do you really have to um but it does it does bring in an element of a pleading for a different solution or um or something else that could be done. And and in that way I think that Jesus becomes Infinitely more relatable to us as Christians when we realize that even Jesus, even the one that stepped up to um, to be killed, to be sacrificed, to you know, for the, the the forgiveness of sins or whatever it is that you feel that this that the crucifixion, the resurrection did, that you. Um, you see Jesus in a moment of weakness you see Jesus in a moment of doubt that i think every single one of us has experienced in some way or another and that is is what i think i find the most compelling about you know in 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 the general sense about this passage is that we see the humanity of Jesus on full display um what the implication of that is i find really interesting but again i'm not really i don't think smart enough or qualified enough to really dig in to that in a you know in a in any real intelligent way i just I'm 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 floored by the notion of uh a God walking the earth being part of our our everyday life, then realizing what is to be done and saying, God, please
0: no. Yeah. I love it. I love it for the same reason you're mentioning. One one of the questions I like one of the ways I'm trying to look at uh passages, wordings theological ideas, teachings that have stuck around from within Christianity um, is this lens of like thinking of Christianity as a wisdom tradition. And by that, I mean, you know, a collection of stuff that people found helpful over hundreds of years, many, many hundreds of years. And so like, I kind of want to try and apply that lens to this before we move on of like, okay, so the people who were around Jesus, what they remember is that he was agitated that night you know they remember that like he was not calm and detached about his upcoming crucifixion that's what stuck in their mind and and they probably like you're saying uh, very cleverly they probably had to fill some of that in because it's just him they don't know he didn't write it down and mm. nobody knows what he said exactly but they fill it in i would imagine you know along the lines of the the version of him that they experienced that night and what he was like. And so what is it about that portrayal? Because there were other portrayals of Jesus at various points in Jesus's life that were kicked around. Most of them were not included in the Bible. So what is it about that portrayal that has stuck with people? What is it, what is it saying that is true or wise About the human experience. I mean,
1: aside from the doubt, which I think the major thing is the desperation. I think that we are um, encouraged as Christians to uh, to pray in times of difficulty, but never assured as Christians that we we won't have times of difficulty. Right? Right. That Jesus is not a way out. Of um of difficulty or um, somewhere right. you can go to avoid uh you know praying to Jesus is not a way to avoid difficult times but rather it's um it's solace in the difficult times and through the difficult times so I think prosperity in,
0: gospel notwithstanding it, yes. yeah but it, in, in an
1: inspiration in an inspirational <laughs> yeah. way I think it helps us push through difficulty and yeah. it helps us understand that we see um that we see Jesus in this same way experiencing and and this again raising a Larger, more confusing theological question of Jesus being God having a turmoil about this thing that's about to happen to him. And does that then mean that there's inner turmoil within God in making this decision as Jesus is suddenly going, I don't know if I want to do this? But um, for us as humans, setting aside the issue of the conundrum of Jesus, like this great mystery of Jesus being man and God at the same time, as humans uh, seeing the Savior uh, pleading, um, and then relenting and saying, but not mine, but your will be done is saying, uh, in those times of difficulty, in those times of trouble, you can pray to God. Um, you know, you can see the example of Jesus and you can, um, you can plead. Uh, but ultimately you should always be, um, you should always be accepting of the will of God. If, uh, if it's God's will, then let God's will be done, and that's and that's what Jesus said. In you know, that's that's how we should pray. So in in a way, it's it's kind of like tying up Jesus's prayer life in a nice, neat little bow. Here's how it started, and here's how it's ending, uh, in a very tragic way, but in a way that's so consistent from from the start to the finish.